When you listen to Beck and Soda, imagine being at a selected fringe show with an extra 25% off in your pocket thanks to your Bank SA card. TNCs and exclusions apply. Full TNCs at banksa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Have we got a little bit of mood music? Oh, that's, oh, that's not bad. Nice. It's sort of sitting by a lake holding what about, hands. And... What about oh, Barry. Barry White? Yeah. yeah, see, I'm just looking at my watch. I don't think couriers have started yet, which is why there's no red roses outside the studio for me yet. Why would you want red roses? That's so cliche. <laughs> why wouldn't you want something? What would you choose if you could choose something a little less cliche? Come on. Um, what about some lilies? Oh, no, I was thinking more of sparkling rosé. <laughs> well, it is it is five to seven, so you're just about that time. It's almost one o'clock. Valentine, it is somewhere. Uh, hey, Valentine's Day. Now, obviously, for all the cynics out there, they're going to go, wow, 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 I'm not interested in that. Um, Dee Toza, she's a relationship expert with 35 years experience, Rebecca. And she has said, of the 5,000 plus unhappy couples that I've helped to repair and revitalize their relationship, mm. 5,000. That's, that's a lot 10, of unhappy couples. disenchanted people sleeping in different mm. beds and not touching each other at night. Mm. For mm. all of you people, she said almost 100% of them did not acknowledge Valentine's Day. See, for Valentine's Day, it's, it's become a hallmark occasion for me. Why? Why? Because it's, it, why don't you celebrate your um, dates that mean something to you, like your anniversary or the day you met, rather than the day that every Tom, Dick and Harry are sitting in a restaurant holding hands across the table. Okay. It grosses me out. You sound disenfranchised <laughs> and you sound jaded. Now, let me tell you, the one main moment that Dee says, uh, the one excuse that people use for Valentine's Day is they say it's over-commercialized. Oh, okay, Dick. And that is you. <laughs> You've <laughs> just done that. And she said that is the one problem with it because it's not so much the Valentine's Day itself, it's the opportunity to celebrate and enjoy each other and honour the love that oh you have. Oh, God. Seriously, instead right, of Oprah. focusing on years and years of resentment, right, and looking at your partner's flaws and your faults and your deficiencies. Oh, yeah, I do lots of that. <laughs> criticism. <laughs> criticism. Dominating do. the oh relationship. Are you reading my diary? <laughs> so forget about Valentine's Day being over-commercialised. Think of Valentine's Day as an opportunity. You don't need the red roses. You don't need the rosé. <laughs> you don't even need the dinner, mm. Rebecca. You know what you and Jimbo need? Mm. You need to just sit by the beach because <laughs> you're fortunate enough to live in that sort of area and just look into each other's oh eyes. Oh, my God, stop it. You're I'm, making me uncomfortable. I'm going to set you a little task today <gasps> because I know Jimbo has the day off. What I want you and James to do is go home from work. We're going to let you go early. We'll you, you not. We're going to let you stay. <laughs> When's that ever happen? You're going to be allowed to go by noon today, <laughs> okay. right, from all the planning. I want you to drive straight home to Henley Beach. Yeah. I want you to grab that big hunk of a man oh, with lovely oh, calves. he is, isn't he? And I want you to look in his eyes and hold hands at the beach and stare for 120 seconds, two minutes. No into way. it. I beg your pardon? No, I can't do that. Why not? It's a long time. <laughs> 120 seconds. Right? Why, why that figure? Because that's the number I came up with. <laughs> because it's two minutes. Make and it 107. <laughs> 0.1 seconds. And I want you to look into his eyes mm. and I want you to honour him. I'll and I want you to think about why you married I'll be like, him. Every time I look at his eyes, I go, you've got a stray grey eyebrow <laughs> growing out. Oh, of no. Him. It's not going to work. Face. <laughs>
I think I'm going to add you to D Toza's list and she's going to turn around we and put you help. into her statistics. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. Cannot wait for this next Monday night, the 20th of Feb, and it is up at Renmark Oval if you want to get along. Tickets are free. Tom Gleeson will be there, Dave Thornton, Harley Breen, a whole host of superstar talent from the garden. All you need to do is go to safm.com.au, register for your tickets because we need you registered even though they are for free. Rebecca Morse. It's going to be funny. I'm very excited. It will be. And as we heard from the wonderful voiceover lady there, she said, taking the laughs to the locals. And we are doing that. Becca, you and I obviously have responsibility out there because we'll be hosting on the evening. Mm. But there's just something that I've discovered over the past week or so when we've been putting this together. And I thought, ooh, a lot of funny people up on the stage. Mm -hmm. A lot of pressure on us to be able to perform. Yeah. And then I realised there are a couple of little moments that have perhaps made things a little shaky in my mind. Can I just run you through them? Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. I, right, I feel can, like what? the spotlight is on. I feel a bit um, oh, attacked. No. no, absolutely not. I'm just putting a loving arm of support around your shoulders. Okay. All right. Just take a little listen to some of your work. Basically, you go to the London Dungeon and a spirit communicator and practising witch, Madame Celeste, connects with the afterlife and conjures a ghost so you have a date on Valentine's Day. I dated a ghost once. What? He didn't have very much substance and I could see right through him. <laughs> okay. Look, that was the other day. It wasn't my best work. No, no, no. But well, I'll give you an A plus for effort and you can have a D minus for delivery. But what the point is, Beck, a lot of funny people on the stage. And if we've got to get up in between, but we've got to keep the vibe going. Because imagine if you have... You know, Harley Breen. Yeah. He's super funny. And then we've got to introduce someone next and it goes... Bom, bom. I was going to crack some jokes, but now I'm slowly losing yeah. confidence. Okay. Well, look, it, th- to be honest with you, and like I said, this is a loving arm of support. Okay. Even this morning, you had another run I've been it. good this morning. Well, have a listen. This was during around about 6.30. Um, if, they, if God didn't want us to eat pig, then why did he make it taste like bacon? You not heard that joke? It's not really a <laughs> Okay, also not great. I, I, I'm, yeah. I see the case you're building so what against can we do? Are you benching me? No. It's the laughs to the locals. The laughs. laughs We're and taking I'm not you up. The laughs. We're bringing okay. you up. Yeah. What right. do we need to do to ensure that the little vignettes between um, the artists are red hot? Okay. Now, what do you reckon? But look, don't look sad. This is all about <laughs> help. Sad. This is all what about. about Tommy, what, what? Tommy Little thinks I'm funny. Yeah, well, Tommy Little, of course, who is on our afternoon show. Remember, we had um, Tommy on the other yeah, day. Yeah, I think and he thought he, from memory, I, I thought he thought to be I was honest, funny. I think you tried to throw a gag in a really serious moment. We we're talking to the principal of Port Lincoln oh. High School, remember? And it was all yeah. about spanning phones from kids. That was funny. Yeah, but at the end of the chat, you said to him, um, oh, mate, can you give me a follow on social media? Well, that wasn't a joke. That was me trying to get my <laughs> And I just yeah. think he didn't quite, and it <laughs> fell flat again. And then, obviously, Tommy listened in and said this. I mean, the first thing you need is actual jokes. And I think Good that point. is the, the, first, the first falling down. Yeah. And so I think the explanation is more of a panic. Because mm. yes. you realise what I've said there is technically a sentence rather than a joke. <laughs> and so I'll see if I can explain it into a joke. That is true, actually. When I make a joke, I do explain the punchline, which probably, yeah. But 
In my defence, yes. I once said something during an interview with a comedian and he put my gag in his show. He wrote it into his friend show and got some good laughs. He did. He did. Absolutely he did. His, um, he's what was his name? Got, um, he's got a friend show. He's coming. <laughs> What's his name? Michael Schaefer. Michael Schaefer. Michael Schaefer. I wrote on. a joke for him. Let's get him on the line. The, will, the on, producers will have his number. Give what him do a you call. Mean, what do you mean you wrote a joke I wrote for a jo- him? I said a joke and he goes, I'm putting that in my show. What, because it was so good? Yeah, because it was so good. So I'm going to redeem myself. What do you mean? Well, I want to talk. I want him to tell you that I'm funny, (laughs) and he's a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. I must say, just when I was doubting how funny you can be, Beck, you just rolled out a nice little one there when uh, JB was talking about four plays. And it is Valentine's Day. Maybe you could reintroduce that into your repertoire tonight. (laughs) Time is money. I'm very busy. (laughs) All right. So you have just implied, or actually not implied, you've said you've got your doubts about my ability to appear on stage with some of Australia's best comedians next Monday in the Riverland. No, you're putting words in my mouth. I said I want to ensure that you're at your very best. But you're quite confident that you've got everything going on over there, do you? Mm-hmm. You think you're... Yeah, I mean, what's the concern there? <laughs> Six or nine, mate. Oh, shut <laughs> up. We're right. laughing right now. All right. So you brought a few examples. A different laugh, granted, granted, the examples you played before, you yeah. deliberately... Can we just roll... Uh, look, 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 just to get people back in the picture, if you just got in your car, right? Just have a, give us a little bit of Beck's work Which, well, just in the last couple of days. This is from this morning. Yeah. Um, if, they, if God didn't want us to eat pig... Then why did he make it taste like bacon? <laughs> you know, I heard that joke. It's not really a joke. Well, that's a little bit of your work. Well, okay. What does that even mean? That, well, that was not good. But what and does it mean? You've taken it out of context. What anyway, does it mean? I have, I have somebody. Here we go. I yes. have a witness for the defence. His name is Michael Schaefer. He's a very funny comedian and he joins us now. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. Guys, I do exist, Soda. I promise you, I exist. I'm real. I'm legit. Michael, I'm very, very excited for you. That, uh, And I'm excited that Beck was able to find you because she said, I've written material for a comedian, and I thought that could be the biggest joke you've actually told all morning. Is this, Mike, is this actually true? I can confirm this is true. Beck wrote a joke for me, and it was probably the funniest joke of my show that what? I performed at the Adelaide Fringe last year. And I've, I've seen your I've show and it's genuinely I, funny. It's, oh, thank you very much. But mostly because Beck gave me the best joke of the show. <laughs> really? And I was, and I was, I was, I've done so many interviews over the years with people on the radio. Yep. And this is the only time where someone on the radio has said a joke to me. And I'm like, that's so good. I need to put it in the show. And it was in the show last year. And it kills every night. Really? Yes. I'm sorry if I sound so surprised, yes. Michael. I've got to say, well, I'm glad that you're able to find some material there. My concern, Michael, isn't that Beck's not a funny person because she's enormously funny. My concern is just the delivery sometimes and it, that explanation post-delivery. And I feel mm. if you're trying to explain what you've just delivered, you haven't quite delivered it, if you get what I mean. Mm. Oh, no, I completely understand that. But this joke, oh, it did not require any explanation. It would just absolutely killed it. Do you want me to tell you the, the joke? Do you I'm remember it back? Waiting with bated I breath. would like a real comedian to... <laughs> <laughs> you don't even trust your own work. No, no. Yeah, how did it go? So, well, the story last year, I was in Melbourne, and during Melbourne lockdown, there was someone selling a fake arm on Facebook Marketplace to people who didn't want to get vaccinated. So, I thought that was pretty funny. So, I made a joke about that on TikTok, and it got shared around quite a bit. Mm. And then it got picked up by all these news outlets, 
And in the news outlets, they said that I, Michael Schaefer, was selling this prosthetic arm to anti-vaxxers, right? Mm -hmm. And so I became this victim of this fake news scandal. So mm. I told that story to Beck last year, and then Beck goes, oh, so how did you make ends meet during lockdown? You became an arms dealer. Oh, wow. How's that joke? That's a great joke. Yeah, Michael, I can honestly say that I am suitably impressed. I mean, you didn't it's laugh. It's a great joke. <laughs> no, I like it. He smiled. I he like it. He smile, Michael. And so that's essentially when you told your story up on stage, when you finished with that little banger, it just kicked it through beautifully. <laughs> It gets a round of applause, and I and I filmed my show a few months ago. Yep. And it's going to, in my next special. Yeah. That joke is in the special. Yes. Oh no! And, and it's Good gonna, And so, if you want video footage of the joke, and yes. I can send it to you. Oh and dear. I'm I'm gonna have to put like a, a writing credit for yeah, yeah, we're still editing it. So I'll have to put like a writing yes. credit like in Thank the show. I'm in yes. a comedy so special. My mum always said I was Michael, special, and now. I know uh, I am. I, I admit I am suitably impressed. Okay. There you go. All right. Thank you, Brilliant. Michael. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Michael's coming back for the uh, Fringe. Make sure you catch his show. He's coming back in March. Thank you so much, Michael. <laughs> yeah. See? He's real. No, I, I'm actually amazed by that. It, well, I think it's a wonderful achievement. <laughs> Can you bring a little more of that material tomorrow from 6 to 9? This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Super Bowl yesterday, um, who won? Uh, it was won by the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. It yeah. was tight, 35. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was tight. It was 38-35. You said it was won by the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, sorry. It was won by the Kansas City Chiefs. My God, go. miles away. <laughs> You're right, Cleveland. Uh, well, Channel I, 7 Oh, how about that? I'm, I'm thinking in my head of Jordan Mulata and um, Aaron Sipos, yeah, the, the guys well, that were yeah. in the Philadelphia. I was none the wiser because I just... How was that? <laughs> did it, you I just go, yeah. I was just nodding. No, it was. It was 35 all, and then they kicked the field goal. And yeah, obviously, all right, I don't need, you're Now right. you're trying to dig Kansas yourself out of a hole. Kansas City Chiefs, I'm, <laughs> I'm already your credibility. too far under. Okay. Uh, I just watched it for the halftime entertainment. Brianna, um, you need to move on now. Yeah. Um, but I do, I love the ads that are, you know, millions of dollars for 30 seconds, six or seven million dollars, I think, for a 30-second spot. Um, I watched a few of them. Big names. Adam Driver, Ben Stiller, Steve Martin. God, they must pay these people a lot of money. Mm. My favourite was the Dunkin' Donut Donuts ad. So you picture Ben Affleck. He's working yes. the drive-through with his little microphone. Okay. I think the people who were driving through genuinely didn't know it was him. I think that was the whole premise. Right. So some of them stopped for a selfie. Some of them had no idea. Yep. And then his last customer is very famous. One second. I'm trying to find the bagels. Do I look familiar? Oh. What are you doing here? Ask me if I'm Is this friends. what you do when you say you want to work all day? I, I got to go, guys. Grab me a glaze. That's J-Lo. Oh, <laughs> they're back the on, aren't they? They, yeah. they just got married. Right. God, Were they is, engaged years ago? This is, this is why you need this segment, oh my gosh, to keep you up to space. Mm. Speed. Oh, yeah. Far out. Up to space. I've lost uh, the plot. Who won? Was it the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> anyway, so Do Rihanna, we even know what's going big, on? Rihanna won. Rihanna, the halftime entertainment comes out with an obvious baby bump. Everyone's, yep. is she, isn't she? She's she's levitating on this this mm. stage, suspended, mm. like the danger levels. Mm. Announces afterwards she is pregnant with her second baby. Congratulations. But she was smoking hot. She's a 13-minute performance. Oh, good. A bit of a, a mashup. Uh, live, was she miming or live? Her voice sounded very clear. I don't know. Was she miming or live? I think she was live. Come on. Oh, honestly, does anyone on this planet think that was live? I don't know. You tell me. But, yeah. No, I, 
But this sounds live. Uh, I I'm reckon some was and some wasn't. Mm. But for me, I mean, the Corrie was great. The her She had like 80 dancers, but they were in um, like hazmat suits. It looked like a scene from E.T. Right. But my point was, like, as a, as a mother, what if your child had been doing calisthenics her whole life and mm. she gets a call-up, he or she gets a call-up yep. to be one of the backup dancers at the Super Bowl and you can't recognise which one's your kid? It's about Rihanna, mate. <laughs> well, I would be wanting to see which where my child was in the backing dance. You couldn't recognise them. They're all covered up. Was it good? Were you happy with the performance? Mm. I thought... She was a sexy, confident businesswoman. She showcased Fenty, her beauty brand. She did a little nose powder halfway hang on, through. Hang on. She showcased Fenty. Yes. What does that even mean? Oh, God. So she okay. was there she to perform. She has a, a beauty brand worth billions mm. that's called Fenty. Yeah. And she used that opportunity to get an, a little plug in for her brand. She did not. She did. She powdered her nose halfway through. She stopped and used oh a little Fenty God. compact. That's smart. Jesus. Smart. Mm. Sexy. Who won again? <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. It is the best time of the year in Adelaide. Fringe time. The Garden of Unearthly Delights opens here in Adelaide on Thursday. Brilliant. I cannot wait. And there are some massive shows that are going to be there, like obviously Dave Thornton, Tommy Gleeson. We've mm. got magicians. We've got everything. And the best part is, Beck, we're going to take them up to the Riverland on Monday because we know that everyone at the Riverland has been doing it so, so tough. So instead of trying to get people from up there to come down here, to enjoy the garden, let's yeah. take the garden to them. Let's take the Is that garden the mountain to, the to Muhammad yeah. sort of yeah. scenario? Uh, you get your Is tickets, right? you've got to register for your tickets, they're free <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at safm.com.au. You're so yeah. old, you're quoting from the Bible. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, this is, look, I was saying, great opportunity, but you need to get in and get, be quick. Believe those tickets are free. If mm. you don't register, though, you will not get them. Everyone is rallying, rallying up there, and we've yeah. heard some amazing stories. And even yesterday, we heard from the guys up at Cordo Winery. Their winery essentially became an island. Yeah, and the it's cellar just... door is completely flooded and has to be completely rebuilt. Yeah, it is absolutely insane. Well, let's quickly head up there now uh, because the big night next Monday is going to be at Renmark Oval. Ben is going to join us now. Ben is from the Renmark North Cricket Club. Uh, hey, great to have you on board, mate. Yeah, no worries, guys. Good morning. How are things up there at the moment? How have you been? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's, we're sort of... Um, coming out the back of it now it's obviously been a pretty tricky sort of six months or so with mm. with uh, all the water um but uh yeah everyone's sort of um beginning to sort of rebuild i guess at the moment and and come out the back of it so um you guys probably couldn't have timed it better coming down and and coming to help us out um benny obviously your remark north career club you guys are going to be looking after the barbecue you got the footy club there looking after the bar for the evening uh, we're so excited thousands of tickets have gone already it's going to be a huge huge evening what's the feeling like with all this coming up there yeah, everyone's pretty pumped. I think you guys know that when you sort of said it's a it's a good chance for you know people up here that have been through a fair bit in the last six months to to let their hair down and have a bit of fun. Um, a lot of funny people coming up, and um, yeah, yeah, it should be really good. We're hoping to get a massive crowd and hopefully be pretty busy behind the barbie flipping some snags mm. and, and um, yeah, hopefully get a good crowd in. Do you have a vegetarian option, Ben? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we can organise something. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Thanks, Thank Ben. You, I'll ben. just I'll BYO. I'll yeah. just pop my little patty in the corner. You won't even mm. know I'm there. You just have to stick your little veggie burger in your cooler bag on the way up. Make sure you get your tickets at SAFM. Thanks, Ben. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong?
Okay, uh, is it right or wrong mm. to leave halfway through a date? This one came from Talia, who registered at safm.com.au and so is now in the running to win $1,000. Talia says it's right. Talia, what happened on your date? The guy basically told me that he was a smoker 10 minutes into the date and I was just not biting it. Okay. Have you dated a smoker before? No. Uh, so is it just like, you know, you don't want a passion ashtray, that kind of vibe? <laughs> I don't know. He also told me that he would never, ever quit, even if I didn't like it. So that was a bit rude. That, thank you very much, Talia. That is a bit rude. Yeah. Um, well, at least the guy's standing the ground and believes in his principles of uh, getting the cancer sticks into him. That's up to him. And if he's got lots of money, she'll get it sooner because he'll be there. <laughs> but what about the fact that he turns around and says, uh, no, well, I don't care. I know. Uh, so, well, straight away, what are the red flags in that situation, Beck? Inflexibility. Correct. Yes. And if there's no flexibility, it can make for a very Relationships boring marriage. Relationships are all about compromise, aren't they? Well, I would think so. It's to put your ego at the back and come through and look after each other. Um, when's the last time you've been on a date? Oh. See, I didn't even date my husband. We just met at a bar. Like, we met at a bar. So then we didn't. Did we have a first date? Maybe. I don't know. It's a long time ago. It's like two decades. Same with you, probably. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. I've been married for, I don't know, more than 10 years and we met through friends. So yeah. it was never a date. And I, I knew, Mrs. Soda, before I even sort of got the, to know her. The you apps, know what I mean? The apps through friends. even around. Were I they? don't, um, I can't even think of the last time I went, although. What about when you and I had to go and meet? Oh, God. That was a bit of a date, was that a wasn't date? it? it was. Well, it was what like happened a... was, it was a little cloak and dagger. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we had to go and meet in the city, mm-hmm. right? And then said to Beck, well, you know, fine, we're talking to each other on the phone. Oh, and she goes, I'll oh, find somewhere discreet where we can meet. <laughs> That's what happened, wasn't it? <laughs> I happened to pick a cafe that I thought was in a laneway that would be quiet, but there were like, <clears throat> it was peak hour. It was like, and the tables are really close. Well, let's be honest. I'll be honest what happened. It's okay. 10 a.m., okay. right? Yeah. Beck goes, oh, I'll finish. Oh, I can meet you at 10 a.m. in the city. I went, great. Yeah. I've got this great little private coffee shop. Awesome. Yeah. So I walk in there, down one of those Peel Street laneways or whatever yeah. it's called, one of them. I walked in there and I'm thinking, geez, this is pretty busy. Walk upstairs. It was absolutely chock-a-block, packed to the rafters. Not only that, the seats were so close. The bloke I was sitting next to, we were almost touching elbows. <laughs> and we're meant to have this little Candlestein meeting that uh, oh certainly God. didn't. I'm sitting there walking. As soon as I got there, I'm thinking, I need to call this date off before it even yeah, starts. Yeah, that was right. probably. Also, I was drinking a Bloody Mary with a massive pickle sticking At out of it. At 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so you're already on the and source. Then I didn't know how to eat the pickle discreetly <laughs> while making not making eye contact. So you're a right. It's right to. Well, like, I think you yeah. can absolutely bail. Yeah. Because okay. Beck's sitting there trying to eat a pickle and have a bloody mary at ten in the morning. <laughs> I'm thinking if this is a first date, <laughs> I'm not comfortable where we're going to go with this. Right or wrong? Uh, this relationship is doomed. <laughs> oh my god! Now there you is tell no me. doubt. How now long you tell been? me. Four weeks. Should've I'm walking been. out. No, I thought things were going well. Date. All right, right or wrong, Beck. Okay, Fred he's actually walked out. He's walked out. Okay, that didn't last long. Is it right? Is it wrong? Valentine's Day. Right or wrong, is it to leave halfway through a date and just walk out because you've had enough? Hey, I wonder if there is anyone actually going on a date this evening, a blind, not a blind date, or a first date yeah, on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Enormous amounts of pressure. All right, right or wrong, uh, Amy from Hillbank, can you bail or do you need to suffer in silence? Oh, my God, it's absolutely right to leave. 
Oh. Um, I got hooked up on a blind date from a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I walked in there, saw him, sort of connected eyes, and it was my ex. <gasps> what? Oh, no. Yeah. It, did your girlfriend not know it was an ex of yours? No, because we just sort of got, like, I hadn't spoken to her for so long, and we sort of just started the friendship again. And, yeah, she's like, oh, I love, like, you know, come on this one day. He's a really nice guy. And it was just like, yeah, no, not even doing that. Oh, my gosh. Amy, Adelaide is such a small pond, isn't it? Oh, it is. (laughs) Amy, can I ask, when you met Eyes and you realised it was the ex, did the uh, little butterflies come back? Did the flame get rekindled? Um, No, it was an instant... um, uh, face of just like, oh my God, like, nope, not even going to go there. Like, don't even look at me. I'm out the door. Oh, you just turned around and left straight away. Yep, yep, yep. <gasps> oh I just God. like, yeah, nope. Oh dear. Oh, well, Amy, you've got pink tickets. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly from Tea Tree Gully. Good morning, Cal. Right or wrong to bail in the middle of a day? Oh my God, it is so right. It's the right thing to do. It is absolutely the right thing to do. I have a cracker for you. <laughs> What's happened, Cal? I went on a first date with a guy, Mm. Mm. comes to pick me up, everything's great, got a really nice sports car, walk out to the car, and his mother's in there. Really? (laughs) Really. Sitting in the front. And she says to me, oh, hello, I'm coming with you. You can sit in the back. (laughs) Were you both in high school, Kelly, at this point? I was in my 20s. What? what was going on? Trying to impress me with his mother, apparently. Did you get through the date? Well, we went down to Sizzler. This is how long ago. Sizzler. Oh, my gosh. The oh. toast, the palm. Did you get the bread? <laughs> the rest of the family were already there, there and started go. a food fight. I oh, went, no, I no, am Jesus. out of here. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kel. No. Okay, well, you've got some big tickets on? to... Uh, what is wrong with this city? I, I miss Sizzler, though. Mm. R.I.P. Uh, Hayley in Paralawi, right or wrong to leave halfway through a date? No, I think you've got to sit through it. It's not really that much of your life to, you know, look, Hayley, as much as I'd like to have that courage, as I mentioned before, to walk out, I think I'm I'm with you. I don't know. I would feel too rude. Have you had to do this? I have. Yeah, many, many years ago. I just felt so bad for the guy. Mm. Yeah. So I just stuck it out and then, (laughs) yeah. Right. Okay. Was it one of those social media type scenarios? No, this was way before social media. So I didn't know what he looked like and I'd spoken to him on the phone and mm. he sounded really nice and, you know, pretty good looking, but <laughs> it was nothing like what he sounded like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, All right, Hayley, that's our first wrong. Lisa Ingola, right or wrong to leave halfway through a date? It is absolutely right to leave halfway through a date, especially when there are like red flags. Okay. okay. So yep. I went... For a cheeky day, like at a guy's house. Mm. Um, and when I got there, he had no furniture in the house. Oh. None. It was weird. It was so weird, except for a mattress on the floor mm. and it had plastic on it. Oh, run, Lisa. Yeah. Run. But, yeah run. Well, you know what I did? Oh. I went to the toilet. I did a number two and then I left. There's two things there. Yeah, yeah. One, he's either married with kids <laughs> and that was a little rental property. Mm. Or two, he's a serial killer. You're right. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Up to speed with what you need to know, it's The Soda Stream. Oh, Beck, there is absolute drama now. There is a new currency on the streets Mm. and it is not your Bitcoin and it's not your cash. Uh, I want to take you to a certain place. Um, Let's hand it over. The winner is Sydney. 
Uh, thank you, Juan Antonio Samaranch. I'm taking you straight to the Harbour City, right, Beck? Because this is where it's happening. What about high drama yesterday? Mm. A thief or a would-be thief was seen running down the street with a suitcase and in pursuit of him were a bunch of blokes yelling and screaming. He's taken off and he's running away from the Randwick Farm Market, mm. right? These guys chase him, tackle him to the ground, pin him for a citizen's arrest because they know what he's stolen. When they open up the suitcase, guess what's full? Like drugs or cash? Or... It's full of steak. What? I'm serious. This bloke has stolen the prime cuts of beef. We're not talking your chuck steaks or your minute ones that you throw on the barbie. We're talking your wagus, your eye fillets, your sirloins, your scotchies, your porterhouses. Mm. Around about $50 plus a kilo, it has become the new currency to get this, buy drugs. But that's not a very subtle trade in a back alley if you're handing over a big steak. Yep, you're <laughs> handing over a suitcase full of beef to get your drugs. What is happening in the world nowadays? Seriously. I... Well, you know, I'm going to take the vegetarian perspective here. I don't think that cows lived their life to be traded for drugs. That's, That's not what happening. they want. When, you, when is the last time you've eaten a steak? Because you've been a vegetarian for how long? Um, I stopped eating meat when I was 13 years old, so I haven't eaten meat for about 10 years now. <coughs> what, uh, what was the reasoning why you stopped? Um, I was a little, a little, well, am a little mm. greeny. I believe in animal conservation, and I think That's it's okay. bad for the environment to factory farm animals. But I don't, I, but I, I don't sit on my pedestal about it. I never talk no, about it. You didn't okay. even know, did you? When well, no, not until you told my sister's not a vegan. I told you. Yeah, my sister's a vegan. <laughs> I she actually don't eaten. bang on about it. I feel like I do, but most of the time I don't. Well, you know, the old story is, yeah, know. you know, um, God, if you don't know someone's a vegan, you don't have to yeah, ask because they'll, they'll, they'll tell you tell at some you point. It. But um, no, I eat eggs and dairy products. So does that make you a vegetarian? Yeah, I'm not a vegan. Right. What about people that are like pescatarians and they go, oh, no, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, the worst is the flexitarians. They're What's vegetarian when they feel like it and then they get drunk and they want a burger. Do you know the thing that I find unusual is if you are a vegetarian, why do they, if you don't want to eat meat, why do they create things that look and taste like <laughs> meat if they don't want to eat meat? So they have facon, mm. right, or tofurkey and no. they turn tofu into turkey. If you don't want it, why are you trying oh, to pretend you're eating it? I thought you were going to use that old joke. Um, if they, if God didn't want us to eat pig, then why did he make it taste like bacon? You not heard that joke? It's not really a joke. <laughs> That's probably the best time we can get out of this yes. right now. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, yesterday rather, I was sitting there watching a couple of kids in the little Yochi place where we went and had a snack oh, after school. Oh, my kids love Yochi. That's brilliant. Um, and there were a couple of kids just sitting there on their phones. And I know we see it all the time. Yeah. You know, and while the parents were chatting away. And I was reflecting there and I just thought, isn't that bloody sad? Yeah. Because obviously we never had phones as a kid. And I'm probably starting to sound like a little bit of an old man. Then I started to think, because we we're sitting there at Yochi, right? Because I'm trying to make that as a little habit for my kids that when we get the chance that they can go in there and have that little snack together. Mm. And then I was trying to remember when I was a kid, what were those moments where I felt really good and comfortable where you had like a little routine with your parents. Yeah. Mm. And I remember with my dad, every Saturday we used to go and watch the football. He'd take me from when I was nine years of age until I was about 15. We never missed a game of going to watch the AFL. Yeah. It was VFL back then. And then what we'd do on the way home was we'd go through the main road on the way back and then there was an ice cream shop and a news agent next door to each other. So at around about five o'clock, we spent a great day at the footy, had the meat pie with the sauce, mm. and then we'd stop there. We'd go and get the ice cream. I'd always get the two scoop. 
I'd get the licorice and the bubble gum. Oh, did it right, cost you thrippence? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was probably about two bucks back then, even less. And so you'd get the double scoop. So I'd have the grey ice cream and the pink ice cream. Then we'd walk next door into the newsagent. And my dad loves his cars. Okay. He is a petrol head, rev head from way back and raced cars his whole life and still does in his 70s, still builds them and races them. He would go over to the automotive section of the newsagent. Remember we used to walk into the newsagent and it was wall to wall with different magazines. I know. You know when you walk into a newsagent now, it's it looks like, like someone's robbed the joint. I know. Everything's There's no online, magazines hardly. Mm. There's like 30 magazines. There used to be hundreds of them for an hour. He would stand there and flick through Street Machine and Auto Pro and all these different magazines. Are you sure he didn't stick another magazine yeah. behind the... Well, there was always plastic <laughs> wrapper on the ground that he'd torn off and put in the Auto Pro, but that's a different scenario. So then what I'd do, I'd go over to the little sports section Aww. and I'd just look through all the footy magazines or the athletics soda. running magazines. Did you go I'd... to Dolly Doctor as well while you were there? No, I used to look at Girlfriend with a pretty... Because I always look at Alison Bray and go, oh my I God. Bray. How did Cam Datto get yeah. her? I loved her. But you know what? I'd do, I'd sit there and lick my little licorice ice cream, then I'd spin it around, I'd lick the uh, the bubble gum, then I'd lick around the little edge of it so it wouldn't be spilling on my hands. Oh, so I didn't want to spill any of it onto the magazines. For little baby soda. And then I finished my ice cream, my dad would have looked at all the magazines, he's probably bought one just so that he's uh, invested a little bit of time and money back into yeah. the place. We'd get in the car and drive home, he'd be home by 6.30, he'd have dinner. And you know what, I thought that was... The most memorable and enjoyable times in my youth. Mum would have dinner on the table just as things Absolutely. should have been back in the day. Meat and two. <laughs> or pasta without sauce because she hadn't realised by then it wasn't noodles. Anyway, <laughs> I'd look at it and i go, my kids are never, ever going to get that experience. Mm. They've probably never been into a newsagent besides maybe to go and grab a few pens for school. Yeah, that's so true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was thinking, what is it? The things that you had as a kid that your kids will never experience anymore. What about this? Lainey's coming from my wheelhouse. Uh, she used to love reading Dolly and Girlfriend oh, and TV hits. Yeah, they were the best. And you'd get the posters out of the middle and stick them. The things I learned from Dolly Doctor. It, well, yes, exactly. There are creams for many of those things. Um, <laughs> Belle's joined us and she said here on Facebook, um, getting the TV guide from the paper and highlighting everything she was going to watch during the week. Oh, my gosh. How good is that? That's right. And there was only four channels. Yeah. And you didn't want to watch Channel 2. Um, what about uh, Taz from Ottaway? Okay, Taz, what was it? What did you love? Oh, my gosh. I have a couple of things. So, first of all, you just mentioned Dolly, Girlfriend TV Hits magazines. Mm. My walls used to be covered with these posters. And my dad used to get so annoyed with me when you peel the blue tack off and it peels off part of the wall as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, what bands? Sorry. Oh, everything. I had Britney Spears. I had Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, you know, anything back in the early 2000s mm. that was on the radio. <laughs> Absolutely. And what else were you doing back then, Taz? Oh, my mum, my poor mum, she had to put up with me having to straighten my hair with an actual iron instead of a hair straightener because mm -hmm. we didn't have them back then. So you'd have to like lay out a towel on the couch oh, and lay yeah. down and she would use an actual iron to straighten my hair. <laughs> oh, Taz. You know what's going to happen? Your kids will never get the chance oh to do gosh. that. Speaking Ever. of lying down, I remember having to lie down to get my um, stonewashed jeans on because they were so tight. <laughs> I had to lie down uh... on the bed to pull them up. Because remember, didn't girls have those bubblegum jeans as well? Yes. And they used to, yeah. Oh, and I remember they were hipsters. People saying like they'd lie in the bath, like the dry bath, <laughs> and just lie down and be <laughs> pulling pull them, them on. Uh, what about this one, uh, Larissa? 
has sent through that she used to love running down the street in her bathers when she'd hear the ice cream truck. No matter what they were doing, maybe running in the pool or in the sprinkler, soon as you heard that sweet tune it started playing, we were ready. Thank you, Mr. Whippy. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Whippy. Michelle and St. Agnes, uh, what did you enjoy growing up that kids these days just don't experience? <sighs> I've got a couple things as well. Um, the first one, the big one, Saturday morning cartoons, six o'clock in the morning. You yep. drag the old vinyl beanbag into the lounge room, <laughs> drag the quilt, have the bowl of cornflakes, and you would sit there until lunchtime. Oh, ours was and in the room. God, they were room. good cartoons. <laughs> and the other one is the metal monkey bars at primary school. You remember those old climbing yep. frames that we can't have anymore because they're not safe and everyone broke their arm? <laughs> yep. I miss those too. And my kids will never experience that. It's a good point, Michelle. Do you know I would think that when I was going through primary school, I reckon at one point there was always a kid in class with a broken arm. Yeah. Essentially, Absolutely. the old plaster cast before you got the fiberglass coloured ones where you're allowed to yeah, swim in them. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking the old school ones, and they'd start to rot, yep. yeah. and then you'd get to summer, and they would stink yeah. to all hell. Yeah. And then you'd see a kid come to school with a knitting needle in it, and he'd be using the knitting needle to scratch the arm because it was oh, always itchy. The broken, yeah. Yep. Well hey, um, oh, good memories. Hey, Michelle. Absolutely. Guess what? You're going to pink. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And Taz as well. We're sending pink tickets your way just for getting on air with us this morning. Pleasures of the past. Yes. What was something that you used to love that you know yours might do? Friday night, heading down to Video Easy Blackwood, and the thrill you'd get yep. when there was a new release that didn't have a little slip in it, oh, and yeah. you'd get to take it home, and if there wasn't a new release, you'd have to go to the weeklies yes. and watch something you'd already seen seven times, like Goonies. Wasn't it funny when you did walk into those, your Video Easy and your Blockbusters, and you saw everyone congregating in one area, and you knew at the top it had latest release? Yes. And then you just, you're right, exactly, you just see that people wandering aimlessly through all these old film areas. Just thinking, you're right, they haven't got what they need oh, and they're just going, oh, God, not risky business again. These God. days, everything they want to watch is on tap. So they'll never I have know. that delayed gratification of waiting for something to be returned. Or you'd put in the order at the front desk and go, oh, look, oh, when I that's finally it? available. And you get the phone call, it's in. Can I have Back to the Future too? <laughs> yes. I mean, I really want it. Uh, hey, what about this one? I love this too. Um, Sharon Atkinson. Sharon Cashing in the empty bottles at the local deli and then after you've cashed them in, using the money to choose your mixed lollies and the bloke would use his greasy mitts to pick the lollies up with his hand and put them in the bag. Pre-COVID. So much better. What a simple time to be alive. Just the best way to get salmonella. Right, 131060, give us a buzz. The uh, little pleasures in life that your kids aren't going to get. Alison from Torrens Park, take us back. What is it? I had two sisters, so when the home telephone rang, the landline, we used to race each other up the passage and just push and shove and fight to see who could be the one to answer the telephone. Oh, hey, and how did you answer the phone, Alison, back in the day? When you picked it up, what did you say? I reckon I just went with a hello. I don't think there was a formal. I don't think there was a formal introduction. My mum and dad (laughs) made us say our names when we answered the phone. So I'd pick up the phone and I'd go, Becky Morse. Oh, God, that's great for strangers. Wow. Um, Now, Alison, I love the fact that you went with the traditional hello, like most people. Yeah. Fantastic. Well done. All right, where are we going now? Hey, Becky Morse, where are we off to? Christina in Seacombe Gardens. What's your simple pleasure from back in the day? First of all, Happy Valentine's Day, oh, guys. Thank you, love Thank it. you, Christina. Are you celebrating tonight? 
Uh, no, those days are a little. I oh, know my husband woke up and bought me a coffee before I start work, that's, so that that's was nice. Romance. Yeah. And know, left it on the counter, so that was good. There you go. You take what you can uh, get. All you need to yeah, do, well, Christina, that's, right. that's celebrating yeah. Valentine's Day. You do that every day, and you'll be happy. That's it. That's quite right. No, my dad used to put the good old black and white TV on the front porch. Uh, put blankets on the front porch. My sister and I would sleep there all night and we would be woken up by the milkman uh, walking <laughs> over us with a good old glass bottle oh, yeah. and and the silver foil cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the change would be rattling and good morning and, yeah, they were great. No fencing, no yeah. nothing. We just had so much trust in the world. I know. Do you know what, Christina? I'm going to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but the world was bloody better then, yeah. I reckon. Uh, but Pink wasn't in it, and Christina, you are going along to see her. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been dying to see Pink. I've never seen her. There you go. You're going to love You're it. You're heading well along, done. Christina. Congratulations. Okay, Belinda in Two Wells, what was your simple pleasure from back in the day? So my simple pleasure was when you'd wake up and you'd go to school and you'd put your money in your little lunch order bag yeah. and give it to the school. They don't do that anymore. You do it through an app on your phone. Yeah. I know, Belinda. That is so sad that that's not the pleasure that you get to do anymore. Can you tell us what was your standard lunch order back then? Anything junk food. The pizzas, the little pocket pizzas as well. They were <gasps> amazing. Pizzas. Yeah. Now you got to order through a bakery on selected days. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? It's outsourced. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do the pocket pizzas. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I used to have the volunteers. Mum would be in there putting the little pizzas in the heater. Oh, what a time. What's happened to the world? Oh. God, we're Screams. up in arms. Hey, hey, good news. Pink tickets. Pink oh, tickets. Go. Go. Thank you, guys. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.